All right, morning, Marina Tefanov. Isn't it great to be back together again? Hey, woo, I love that, love that, so good. So, yeah, paradigm shift. Last week, Pastor Don introduced the whole idea of paradigm, right? And remember, paradigm is, is how we see something. So, remember, two people can look at the same thing, but through different eyes. You remember that thing last week? Last week, we had what the rabbits and the duck, right? So you could see the rabbit, and then if you squinted the other way, you could see a duck. And uh, life is sometimes like that. We can look at the same thing through different eyes and respond very differently. So this morning, the paradigm that I want to talk about is how do we shift the way that we see what is happening in 2021? How do we learn to ride the waves of change in a way where we have the peace of God and it carries us through as we go through, right? So I don't know about you, but I love the beach and the ocean. Like, like I just love the movement of the waves. I love the smell of the salt. It's just, it's my happy place, you know? And I don't know if it's because when I was young, my parents owned a boat and we, we used to sail to different countries. So I came from the hospital straight to the boat and I had a little cot next to the diesel engine and it would putt, putt, putt along, you know, and put me to sleep apparently. And my swing was hanging from the halyards, you know. And so I just was used to the ocean and the movement and the different, different uh, way that waves move. And, and I love that stuff. When I was a teenager, my best place to go was the beach at Mount Monganui. You know, Monganui to Manga, that is my mountain. That's my place where I, I identify with. And I love the way the, 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 the waves move and, and they're just so warm and inviting. You just want to jump in there, feel the power of the waves. But the funny thing was, actually, I'll, I'll tell you, I used to sit there, if I'm honest, I used to sit there with, with my board shorts on, you know, I'd have my board shorts and I um. I had my mirror, mirror shades. You had to have the mirror shades back in those days. They were all the thing, right, you know? And I had my mullet haircut, and, um, and I had this big dunger surfboard. It was like a little aircraft carrier or something, you know? And, and, I'd, and I'd sit there, and I'd pretend like I was checking out the waves. And um, actually, I was probably checking out the girls, if I was I'm being honest, and hoping they were checking me out, you know? And, and, but, man, I just, loved, I just loved being there. That was my place. So it was really confusing when I met Lisa, and uh, it was actually, she's here in this service, so this is going to be a bit difficult, but honey, you'll still love me, I hope so. But Lisa saw the beach and the waves very different from my way. She would talk about, oh, the water's cold, and, and it's quite dangerous. Look how big that surf is. And I'm like, yeah, let's jump into it. And she's like, no, let's stay away from it, you know. And I have spent 30, more than 30 years trying to get this woman to get into the water in different beaches around the world, usually totally unsuccessful. In this entire summer, the beautiful summer we've had, I think it was one time, babe. We got, we got you in the water one time, you know? How can two of us see the same beach and the waves in two completely different ways? Like, have you, have you ever felt that life can be like that too? It's interesting listening to people talk about COVID, right? And for some people, lockdown is like, oh, man, this lockdown again. And oh, just don't know how we're going to make it through this week. And other people are like, oh, lockdown. Yeah, I could use a bit of a rest and party time, you know. And, 
but we're talking about the same thing. Like, how is that? What makes the difference? What is it that makes it different? And I've been trying to work it out with Lisa in the, in the ways for ages, you know? But there's something about knowing how to be in the midst of a wave that makes a difference, right? Like if you know how to ride that wave, you know how to, you know how to get up on it, you know how to get your balance, and, you, and then you're good, right? But if you don't, and you're digging, you're just going to get pounded, you know? I, sometimes storms come up suddenly. Sometimes, you know, we're going along fine, and then all of a sudden, boom, we get hit. And COVID was a bit like that last year, right? And other things in life can be like that as well. Things don't always stay the same. It reminds me of a story. Um, I said this morning, I, I guess it wouldn't be an Alex message if I didn't have at least one story in there, right? So this story, uh, we were in Thailand on holiday. And um, we were at a place called Pipi Island. And we'd come into the mainland and we had to go back out there. We were there on a, on a having a rest from, I think we'd come out from Nepal from the Civil War. And, and we were just catching our, our breath. And so we started, we had to go back to the island. And Lisa's mum and dad were with us, and we dropped her dad off. And so we had to find, we had to get a boat to go back to the island. And normally you go down to the beach, and all these guys come running up going, oh, yeah, yeah, come, come, come. You know, everybody wants to take you. Everyone else take your money anyway. Um, but this time, like one after another, they were like, no go, no go, no go, no go. Like, what is going on here? And after a while, Lisa and her mum were like, Alex, do you, think, um, do you think we should take a hint here? You think we should actually just leave it for tomorrow, you know? But we didn't have a place to stay. And I was like, no, we can do this. We can do this, you know? Finally found a guy convinced to take us. And we set off in the boat. And both these guys are like, oh, I don't know. We should be doing this. But I'm like, yeah, it'll be fine. Look, there's not a, you know, the, the sea is calm. It's all good. Until we got about halfway across. And all of a sudden, Man, the clouds, those black clouds just came ripping in there. The wind started, the rain and sleet, it was coming horizontal. You could hardly see because it was blowing this way. It wasn't dropping. It was coming right into our faces. And then the waves started to build and build and build. And we're in a little long tail boat. Anybody, you guys know what a long tail boat? A long tail boat is kind of a traditional Thai boat. And it's, it's from about there to here, I guess. And it's like really low in the water. It's not really a seagoing boat. And, and the guy at the back, the skipper, he, he has this big outboard that he sort of hangs on to. And as you go along, it sort of putt, putt, putts its way along. Well, the problem is the waves were getting so big that we were like, putt, 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 like we're in serious trouble here because this thing's just gonna gonna flip. It's it's gonna be over, and so we're but, but you guys saw the did you see the movie The Storm, and the boat has to climb up the side. Well, that's what it felt like. Like all we could see was sky as we were going up, and then down the other side, and that, and we started to realize, man, we're in trouble. Like this is serious. We could we could um, we could be in real trouble here. And then it got worse because as we started to get a bit closer to the island the wind was pushing us onto the rocks. And so now the boatman's trying to keep us off the rocks and he's trying to keep up and the, and the waves are pushing us back. And uh, so it's about this time I looked across at Lisa for her and her mum were praying and that was all good, but 
she gives me the look. You guys, you know about the look, right? You know how women have got this way of communicating that says, you're an idiot. What, what were you thinking? You, you've got us into this. If my daughter dies today, I will never forgive you. It was that look. And I thought, oh, man, you know, I'm, I'm in double trouble. Not only are we in trouble with the boat, but I'm also now in trouble as well. And um, we were really worried, you know. It was, it was really scary. And we finally, though, then managed to scrape past the rocks, and we landed at the first bit of beach the guy could find, and we just got ashore. And uh, the boat, I remember the boat coming in. It was so full of water, and it just barely kind of hit the, hit the sand, <laughs> you know. Um, but then we went in to where we were staying, and everything had changed with the storm. There was um, tables and chairs had been blown all over. How the roof had been blown off the place. Palm trees had been blown over. The coconut trees were over. Like it was, everything had changed. And often a storm will do that in life, won't it? When we come in, everything changes when the storm arrives. So what do we do in those times? Do we struggle? Are we struggling to survive in the storm? Or do we know how to thrive? Are we fighting against the waves and being pummeled and bashed by it? Or do we know how to ride those waves? You know, the cool thing is like, the Bible has the answer for just about everything, I reckon. And there's a beautiful passage in the Bible that gives us a step-by-step instructions on how to ride the wave. If you guys are thinking to become good surfers, I'm sorry, that's not what I'm talking about. But this is how to ride the waves of life. And it goes like this. Proverbs 3, 5 to 6 says, Trust in the Lord with all of your heart. Lean not on your understanding. In all of your ways, submit to Him, and He will make your path straight. So if we break that down, trust in the Lord with all of your heart. Change is going to happen. Change is life. There is no life without change. So the problem is, if we are fixed in one place and we are fighting against change, then we're on a losing wicket. See, God allows change to happen. Now, I'm not saying for a moment that God, God sort of created COVID and it's God's judgment on man. I've heard all these things on, on the Facebook and I don't buy into that at all. I don't believe God caused COVID. God in his sovereignty has allowed it to happen for a purpose and for a reason. And then that challenges us then. You see, do we really know how to trust God in these moments? Or are we so fixed to being in one set of circumstances that we can't move? Is our trust in God or is it in my job? or my family, or my home, or my car, or motorcycle. Well, my motorcycles are different, but um, if we're fixed to a set of circumstances, then when the storm comes, we're in trouble. We had, um, I've got time for one more story this morning. We, we, we went through lots of storms for some reason. 
So we came on out for another holiday, and my mother lives in Australia. And so she said, oh, I've got the perfect holiday planned. Um, she found a cheap uh, um, houseboat. You know, those look like biscuit tins on the water. And, um, and she said, we're going to go up the river, and it'll be sunny and beautiful, and we're going to do some fishing. And, and I just thought, oh, man, that just, that's a bit of me. This is going to be great. So off we get. We pick up the boat, and, and we're going up the river, and about halfway through the first day, Again, the storm clouds roll in, right? And we're in this, and it's not that big a river that we're in. So we, the waves started building. We thought, well, yeah, how do you get waves in a river? But, but you do, you know, waves actually, there are waves in rivers, we found out. And so we found a little place, a bend, and, and, and we put the anchor down. We thought, oh, we'll just stay here. We'll stay fixed to this place, and we'll be okay. But the problem was, as the wind rose, the anchor started to drag. And we started to be pulled out of that comfortable little sh- sheltered place. And, and the river wasn't that wide. And pretty f- before we knew it, the other shore was coming up and we're about to be wrecked on the shore again. So we pull up the anchor, we start the engine, we put it across and then we put it down. We spend the entire night doing this. Drag back, pull up the anchor, go forward, put down the anchor. The problem was our security and safety depended on us staying in one place in one, one time. And we just weren't able to do that. So all night, it was a struggle. It was a fight. We were exhausted by the next morning. When it finally got light enough, we all said, ah, oh, forget this. We're going back. And that was the end of the, end of the holiday. But, um, but you know what? We have the same problem when we insist that we need to stay in one place when we can't shift with the times. And I'll tell you, brothers and sisters, here's the problem. Where is our trust? Where is our faith? Because too often what we, what we mean by faith is this. I will trust you, God, so long as you do what needs to be done to keep me in the same place where I'm comfortable, as long as you answer my prayers in the right way, not in your way, then I'm good. I'm going to follow you. But what happens to our faith when things shift? When we're blown out of that comfort zone, when we're we're suddenly in uncharted waters. You know, sometimes we want to use God like an ATM machine, some sort of heavenly ATM machine. We put in our prayer card, you know, we push what money we want out, what denomination, what this is, the, this is the answer I need, God. Yeah, and I want it in this denomination and like this. And then we expect God to spit it out. And if he doesn't, it's like, what's wrong with you, God? Put in my prayer, plugged it in. I was very specific in what I'm demanding and you're not doing your part. Well, what's wrong with that? Like, is God God or are we God? We actually are committing the original sin that Satan committed of wanting to be God. We want to be the ones in control. We want to be the ones who are making the call. Like faith is God, you determine the future. You take me where I need to go. See, to ride that wave, we've got to start seeing God as bigger than our circumstances understanding that God is sovereign in all situations. And you know, God loves us. 
I mean, what does the word say in Jeremiah? It says, for I know the plans I have for you, declares the Lord. Plans to prosper you, not to harm you. Plans to give you a hope and a future. God's heart is for us. But we need to let him be God. To ride the wave, we have to shift our paradigm to truly trust who God is, not in what he does for us. Next thing, lean on your, uh, not, lean not on your own understanding. You know, we live in a world that's all about scientific discovery, increasing our knowledge. And, and, you know, it's good. I love going home. I can flick on Netflix and put my favorite movie on with a click of the button. Like, how good is that, right? That's not a bad thing. But the problem was what it does is it teaches us that we should know everything. That, in fact, we have a right to know everything. And that everything should be available, all information should be available. You know, and our media pushes to make sure, oh, the truth has to be known and this has to be known. And we need to understand that. The problem with all that is it comes at a cost. And the cost is this, that in life, we start to lose the mystery. Where is the mystery in life? And we want to treat God the same way. God, you have to tell me your plans. I want to know the timings. I want to know what you're going to do. I know, what I, you know, I have to know. Uh, before, I, before I release control of my life to you, I want to get money back guarantee that you're going to do this and it's going to be like that. This is how we treat God, right? Where is the mystery of God? I think that um, beautiful verse in Isaiah that really puts it into perspective. It says, for my thoughts are not your thoughts. Neither are my ways your way, declares the Lord. As the heavens are higher than the earth, so my ways are higher than your ways, and my thoughts higher than your thoughts. It's okay that we don't understand everything. It's okay that we serve a God who knows so much more than we do, who knows everything past, present, and future, everything that is going to happen. God knows, and that makes him God and not us. And that means that we can also stop trying to rely on our understanding and how we see things, and we can trust him and his understanding to lead us in the the right paths. Step three is in all of your ways, submit to him. Oh, this is where it gets really uncomfortable, right? Don't you hate this one? It, um, it, interesting, in Arabic, there's, the, there's a phrase called, that says inshallah. And inshallah is a phrase, it, what it means is um, God willing. And it's very common in the Middle East. People always say, we say inshallah, inshallah. So after a while, I started to pick up this habit of, of saying to my friends, oh, I will meet you tomorrow, inshallah. And then after a while, it, it, it dawned on me, I said, do I really mean that? Like, am I just saying this, or am I really prepared to submit everything to God? Submission is a funny thing. You know, we, we, we become believers. We say, yes, Lord, we put up my hand. I'm taking, I accept you, Jesus, as my Lord and Savior. You know, I commit myself to follow you and to serve you. Uh, oh, except for this area, and except for this one, and Nah, Lord, we're not going to go and, you know, don't even, don't even get me started on that one, you know? Like, we're very selective sometimes in what we will trust God on, right? 
And what's worse is when a crisis comes, when a wave comes, when we start to feel uncomfortable and that fear and that concern, you know, and the insides are all knotted up. You know, that's the time instead of releasing more to God, we start pulling stuff back. It's like my son teaching him to drive a few weeks ago. And we're out in the park area, you know, and, and he's all good. I was all happy when we were, there was no, no cars around or anything. Then we started to come up to the entrance. And I'm like, okay, son, now I'm taking over now. And we, we treat God like that, right? We, we're wrestling the steering wheel off him. At the very time, we should be releasing it to him and say, God, I trust you. I submit all to you because you are the mighty one. You are the almighty God. You see everything. You know everything. You are all powerful. You are absolutely uniquely equipped to deal with this crisis in my life in a way that I could never hope to be myself. Submission. No shortcuts. No easy fixes. We've got to lay it down. Lay it down. Let God. It's an interesting thing. The more we submit our lives to God, the more we free ourselves from the circumstances that would stop us being able to ride the wave. We put ourselves in a prison. We put ourselves in a box when we refuse to submit to God and let God be God. Lastly, He will make your path straight. You know, in a, in a, in a storm the direction that the boat is going is really, really important. In a bad storm, you do not want to be side on to the waves because what happens? The boat can capsize, right? It can, it can turn over and that. And so, so bad, bad things happen when the boat is heading the wrong direction. You want to be heading into the wind and the waves. And there's a thing called a sea anchor. I don't know if you guys know this, sea anchor. So sea anchor is like a, para, like a little parachute or a windsock, and you throw it over the front of the boat. And what that does is it keeps the front of the boat into the wind and the waves. It gives you a direction when you can't, even with your, under your own power, keep that direction. And again, this is like God. When the storm come, when the waves come, God doesn't take off for, the, for another part of town. God is in the midst of the storm. This is where we find God present in the storm. And what we need to do is to be looking to God in the storm. Lord, what is my direction? Where are you? What are you saying? This lockdown coming up, what, Lord, what are you trying to teach me? What are you wanting to do through these circumstances? Isaiah 40 says, but those who hope in the Lord will renew their strength. They'll soar on wings like eagles. They'll run and not grow weary. They'll walk and not be faint. We know this, right? We, this has become so well known, but so hard to apply. The funny thing about eagles, eagles love storms. Most birds are like, the storm's coming. I'm out of here, you know? But the eagles are like, yeah, the storm's coming. Bring it on. Why? Because God has made them uniquely able to soar in the storms. They have wings that can, that can lock in place and they use the power of the storm to rise up and rise and they rise right up into heights they couldn't otherwise reach into that place of peace. So they're in the midst, they storm all around and there the eagle sits on top of the storm at peace. Brothers and sisters, I want to say this morning, we are new creations. 
in Christ. We are created uniquely able to ride the waves of the storm. As we learn to trust God, to lean on His understanding and not ours, to submit to His will, He will raise us up on the wind of that storm. He will raise, He will enable us to ride those waves with a peace in our heart, not being pummeled by anxiety, not searching, oh, what am I going to do? Not lost at sea, but with direction and purpose that only He can give us and a peace in our heart. It's time to shift the paradigm. It's time to ride those waves. Let's stop moaning about COVID. Look, COVID is here. Like it's here. It's not going away. And we come, a vaccine's not going to make it disappear. There's no quick fix here. Those waves are changed. You're going to keep coming. So let's learn to ride those waves. Amen? Amen. Um, I was just going to mention that Lisa and I have um, finished. We've written a book on faith. And it's full of kind of our crazy stories. But it also, if you're looking to build your faith, the kind of faith that, that will survive the storm, that will take you through the storms of life, then you might find this stuff in there for you. And uh, after the service, you can see Lisa and I, and we'll, we'll just jot your name down so we can make sure we get a copy into your hands if you like. But let's pray together. Father God, Lord, I, I thank you for the storms because you are found in the midst of storms. And you have created us uniquely able to ride the waves. Father, help us to make the paradigm shift that we need to make to align to your will and purpose to be able to ride those storms. Thank you for your love for us, your beautiful way you guide us, and you work in our hearts and in our lives. In Jesus' name, amen.